Welcome to the Project Fitness Podcast for fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts who want to be better at life. Fitness is the greatest investment of anyone's life. However, it's not easily obtained, and anyone who says different is just plain wrong. Join award-winning personal trainer and strength conditioning coach Chris Fudge every Monday as he explores all aspects of fitness that can lead you to your optimal health. If you want to learn useful, practical how-tos of weight loss, exercise science, nutrition, or just how to optimize your time in the gym and life, this show is for you. Welcome to another episode of the Project Fitness Podcast, and this is our 10-minute how-to maximize your sleep. So first off, why might someone want to maximize their sleep? Well, as a species, we all sleep. All mammals sleep. The elephant sleeps for only about two hours a night, a little bit different than the rest of us, and bullfrogs don't actually sleep. However, the rest of us do. We need to sleep. Some people need to sleep six hours a night, some people need to sleep eight hours a night, nobody needs to sleep five, and nobody needs to sleep twelve. But why maximize our sleep? What would we get out of it? So first off, when we sleep at night, that's when our brain sorts and processes the day's information. That's when we can actually create long-term memories. It's when we're sleeping. So if we're having very short sleep cycles and we're constantly being woken up, whatever we did during the day, we're not going to be able to solidify that information. Think of when you were in school and you would cram all night long, get up the next day, go write a test, and then forget everything the next day. That is because you didn't sleep well or you're out partying all night and you could not cement that information. Another reason why we're going to want to sleep is hormones. Hormones are so important to our health. The number one hormone that helps with sleep is melatonin. And we want our body producing melatonin on a regular basis. That will help us actually fall asleep and stay asleep. So things that can interfere with that is such as exposure to technology, exposure to blue light. Our bodies are pretty much tuned to the sun rising and the sun setting. When the sun starts to go down, our healthy bodies will start to actually produce melatonin. And then that'll make us sleepy, that'll make us calm, that'll make us want to go to sleep. So the melatonin is actually released by the pineal gland, which controls our sleep patterns. And these tend to increase as the night goes on. So you feel groggy and you want to go to sleep. When you're asleep, the pituitary gland is going to release growth hormone. You want growth hormone release when you sleep. That actually repairs everything you do during the day. And during the day, all we're doing is breaking down our bodies. We're breaking down all of our cells. And at night, we repair. When we repair, we wake up the next day and we're feeling a lot better. We should be. So to maximize our sleep for those hormones, we want to make sure to be getting a full night's rest. And to get a full night's rest, we're going to have to chill out. So when we're going to bed at night, your sympathetic nervous system does just that. That actually controls our fight or flight response. And if we're going to bed and we're all jacked up, we're not going to get a good night's rest. But if we're sleeping well, we can actually bring our sympathetic nervous system down, flip into our parasympathetic nervous system, which actually allows us to feel a lot more calm, decrease blood pressure, decrease resting heart rate, and allow us to get deeper, more quality sleep. What also happens when we sleep is our cortisol levels tend to drop drastically. So our cortisol is our stress hormone. It decreases in the first few hours of sleep, you know, as we're going to bed, and then it actually peaks as soon as we wake up in the morning. So you want to actually wake up first thing in the morning with a lot of energy, or you want to wake up first thing in the morning and be very alert. A good sign that you're healthy and that you're actually producing good amount of cortisol is when you wake up in the morning and you're alert. 
So if you wake up in the morning and you're very groggy, there's a very good chance that you're actually waking up and producing very low levels of cortisol. So the other reason why we want to maximize our sleep is for our immune system. At night when we're sleeping, our immune system releases inflammation-fighting cytokines. These cytokines that float around our body, uh, they're proteins specifically, and if you're sick or you've had an injury or wound or something, these cytokines are going around the body and they're looking to fight it. They're going to fight that inflammation, they're going to fight that infection, they're going to fight that trauma, and then you're going to wake up feeling a lot better. A go-to that I have done for years, whenever I feel my body is run down, so it's not I am sick, but I'm like, oh, I feel like I could be getting sick, I purposely go to bed about an hour earlier and I sleep in about an hour later. I find if I do that one day, I'm back to normal, sometimes two days in a row, and then I feel really good. That is because your body is just producing more cytokines and I'm actually able to have a stronger immune system. So now I'm going to talk about why people are not getting sleep. So most people don't sleep well because they're victims of not following the 1031 protocol to maximize sleep. The 1031 protocol talks about 10 hours before bed, eliminating caffeine. The majority of people do not need caffeine later in the day, and that is going to disrupt their sleep cycles. The three would stand to actually eating. You do not want to eat food before you go to bed. I'll repeat that. You do not want to be eating food before you go to bed because your body is going to try to digest that food, and you should be resting, not digesting. So if you eat just before bed, then your body's going to try to break that food down and you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. You're not going to sleep well. You'll wake up in the morning and you'll feel a little bit nauseous. So if you're the type of person that wakes up in the morning and you're not hungry for breakfast and you feel a little bit nauseous, take a look at the timing of food. Are you eating before bed? Probably don't want to do that. And the number one represents technology. Ideally, you don't want any technology in front of you one hour before bed. The main reason for that is most of our technology, our television screens, our laptops, our iPads, what they do is they produce this type of light, this blue light. And this blue light tells your brain it is daytime. And if it thinks it is daytime, it starts producing melopsin. And melopsin says, hey, let's get up and let's get going. So instead, you want to eliminate any of that screen exposure before bed, at least one hour before. The other alternative that you can do is you can take whatever electronics you use and put on a true tone option. So that is when you go into your settings and you can change the color of the screen to an orange true tone. That was created by a guy named Dr. Sashin Panda. He wrote a book called The Circadian Code. And The Circadian Code talks about things such as time-restricted eating and then also sleep patterns. So he realized that people were not sleeping well because they were being exposed as blue light. So he came up with the idea of using orange light. So you can also use like blue blocks, uh, blockers, where you wear these glasses before bed as well. Um, I've got some light bulbs in my house that are actually true tone color, and I can manipulate the color how deep I want it to be or not. But essentially, when the sun is down, you want kind of a dim environment. You don't want this bright light because you want to maximize the amount of melatonin your body is starting to produce. So while you aren't sleeping, you're probably having some caffeine and or alcohol. I forgot to mention about alcohol. And some people say, Chris, you know, when I drink some alcohol, I actually I get knocked right out right away. But yeah, you wake up feeling like garbage the next day. And that's because the alcohol will help you fall asleep. But it will not allow you to stay into a deep sleep. Our REM sleep, where our body is producing the most amount of growth hormone, as well as when we are solidifying any memories or things we've learned during the day, that doesn't happen when you drink alcohol before bed. So alcohol before bed is a big no-no.
So what you want to do is you want to create some form of sleep hygiene plan. So there's a few things you can do. The first thing is your bedroom should be for two things. One, reproducing and sleeping. So that's the only things that should be happening in your bedroom. So I highly recommend eliminating any light in your room, any electronics in your room, even if you've got that clock in there to get up in the morning and it's got an analog, get, get it out, get rid of that. No clocks in the room, no TVs in the room, no iPads in the room. Change all your light bulbs in your room so it's it's dim light. It's that true tone orange color light bulb. It's not going to be that, that bright light bulb there that saves you a few dollars on your energy bill but has your body producing crazy amounts of melopsin before bed. So you want a dim bedroom. You want the right light in there. So that's what your bedroom should be made out of. Secondary, your bedroom specifically should be cool. You want the temperatures to be colder in your bedroom than the rest of your house. When we go to sleep at night, our core temperature actually decreases 1 to 3 degrees, depending on the individual. So if we sleep in a cold environment, it just allows our temperature to drop a little bit faster rate and stay in a deep sleep. What you can also do is you can have a hot bath or a hot shower before bed. And what happens is that temperature will actually bring your body's temperature to your superficial layers. So it actually takes your core temperature and decreases it. So having a hot bath or hot shower before bed is one way to then change your core temperature. The other thing that you want to do, and this depends on the individual, is exercising can also help promote quality sleep. Now, most people exercising just before bed is probably not the best bet, but if you do some exercise during the day, anywhere from five hours out, and it's mostly aerobic-based, the chances of you sleeping well are probably going to be pretty high. So for most people, exercise can be very beneficial in helping you fall into sleep and staying into deeper sleep. The other things that you want to be doing in your environment is you may want to be using things such as blackout curtains, eye shades, anything to reduce any noise around you as well. Just think of any time you've slept in a tent, you've slept outside, you've slept in the woods and you didn't have any these other, you weren't hearing cars drive down the road, you weren't seeing the street lights around the corner bright entering your room. So you want to make sure your environment is as dark as possible, as quiet as possible, no electronics to maximize your sleep. The other thing that you want to do is you don't want to actually sleep in. You want to be getting up when the sun gets up. Nature says we are very much tuned to the sun rising and the sun setting. When the sun rises, we should rise as well. We should rise our body should be producing a ton of cortisol and we should be pretty alert in the morning. We should not be tired. If we wake up when the sun gets up, that's going to be an easier way to go about it. If we go to sleep when the sun goes down or we start to wind down when the sun goes down our body's gonna be a lot healthier the other thing you want to do you know to maximize your sleep is you want to be setting a similar sleep cycle where you're going to bed within 30 minutes of the same time every night and you're waking up around the same time every day what happens is the body gets used to it the body starts sensing it's time to go to sleep and it starts pumping out a little bit more melatonin to allow you to calm down and fall asleep Okay, so just to recap, why do we want to maximize our sleep? Well, we want to be able to cement any information we learn during the day. We want the right hormones to be produced, such as growth hormone, melatonin. We want to calm down our nervous system so that when we do wake, cortisol is at a high level. And we want to strengthen our immune system as much as possible. Now, if you train, you definitely want to be sleeping. All of this happens when you sleep. It does not happen when you are awake. Let me repeat this. All this happens when you sleep. Recovery does not happen when you are awake. So all the training you do in the gym is thrown out the window if your sleep is not efficient at all.
So why aren't we sleeping again? Not following that 10-3-1 protocol. We have too much caffeine, too close to bedtime. We are eating too close to bedtime. And then as well, we are exposed to too much electronics just before bedtime. Now, if you are someone who falls in a category where you struggle to get some sleep and you have not tried any of these, I highly suggest you trying these first. If for some reason these are not working for you, I invite anyone to contact me because this is just the tip. There's a lot more that we can do for somebody's sleep. So you could contact me through chris at projectfitness.ca by email or on social media. We can have a conversation and you can look at my services that can help you with your sleep to get you back on track. Thanks for listening. Now, go to bed. Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. If you've learned at least one thing from this podcast and your mission is to help other people, please share this podcast with them. And a reminder, we will be releasing one episode every Monday for the entire year. So make sure to hit subscribe so you get the updated information as soon as possible. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And thank you so much for allowing me to be part of it.